Welcome to this post-Christmas edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. And I'm delighted to inform our listeners that we have a special guest with us in the studio today, none other than Latics number 21, Joe Bennett. How are you doing, Joe? I'm good, I'm good. Happy to be on and have a chat. Yeah, doing really well, thanks. That's a, a, a local accent. Are you from, from this neck of the woods? Yeah, so I was, I was born in Rochdale. I'm not sure, Littleborough. And then I moved, well, my mum and dad split up. Um, I moved over to North Yorkshire, a place called Stokesley, when I was about eight or nine, really. My accent's kind of stuck with me a little bit anyway. A little bit. Great stuff. And uh, we've also got Paul and Adam. How are you doing, lads? Afternoon. Yeah, I'm a bit hungover because there was no football yesterday. I replaced it with alcohol. No change there then. <laughs> so what we're going to do, we're going to have a chat with Joe and then we're going to crack on with uh, a look ahead to the Fleetwood game, which is on Wednesday evening down at the DW. Right, Joe, just a few things about yourself. You're 31 years of age, which I'm sure you know. Uh, you spent 14 yeah. seasons as a professional footballer. 14 seasons. You've had seven clubs in that time. Borough, Villa, Brighton, Sheffield Wednesday, Bournemouth. Mm, strange one, that one. Cardiff yeah. and obviously the Latics. 339 appearances. Fantastic. Only knocked in eight goals, but you've made 61 Premier League appearances and 262 Championship appearances. What a record. Then your own work. So do you think you'll like it, being a pro footballer? Yeah, I mean, it's not bad, is it? Uh, no. You get to do what you love, don't you? So, no, I've enjoyed... I've enjoyed... I didn't realise it was 14 years, actually. Feeling feeling older at the minute. But no, I think I've got probably got a few more years left, I think. When we signed you in the summer, you didn't know, need to know anything about you whatsoever to know that we've got a quality player. All you needed to do was look at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yes. and look at the reaction yes. of the Cardiff City supporters. And that told us everything that we needed to know about you. Obviously, they felt a lot of love for you. They were uh, very disappointed that you'd left. We know, I know you yeah. had that serious injury against Derby County back in at the beginning of March, but you've come through yeah. that and you're back. I saw your training video as well, what you put yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, and you look really good on that. How are you feeling now with, with regards to the injury and what have you? No, I feel good. I mean, I think I sailed through the first probably five or six months. I did it back probably, I think it was the end of March I did it. And I thought maybe I might be back for the start of, near enough to start the season. And then obviously it was up in the air about where I was going or if Cardiff were going to give me a, a new deal. I know that was talked about. And in the end, I think Cardiff just wanted to go with a bit bit more, a bit of a younger squad, maybe cut the wage bill a little bit. And obviously COVID and wasn't ideal ideal timing for a new contract really. And yeah, <clears throat> I felt good the first six months and I obviously came to Wigan. To be fair, I, I came and I was training straight away and I felt good. And then I started getting some calf issues. I'm not sure whether that was to do with my knee because it was on the other side where I was running differently because I'm in, of my knee. But I had three separate issues with my calf. So I'd, so I'd train, get a calf problem, I'd be out for a couple of weeks and I'd go back done it again, trained, and then I'd done it for the third time. And that's kind of set me back a little bit because I was hoping, obviously, to make my debut a little bit sooner. But no, it's been good up to now, so I'm I'm just happy that I'm fit fit again. Yeah, Yeah, a good good debut as well, away at uh, Accrington in the Pizza Trophy, where, you know, it was a smattering of 
young players and seasoned pros. I know Paul was there that night getting yeah, no, lashing down rain. <laughs> wasn't a bit, wasn't ideal conditions, was it? <laughs> no. But no, it was good. Good win in the end on penalties anyway. It, it, it was an excellent, excellent win. During your career, you've oh, something else I'd noticed. You've only picked up 59 yellows for a defender. That's not too bad at all. Just three red cards. Yeah. Again, not too bad. I don't I think straight straight red, I don't think I've had one, but I don't think I've had a straight red. Are you Mark sure about that? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure, yeah. From from what I remember, anyway. Yeah, you're right. You hadn't. You were all second yellows. <laughs> and and a stat I did pick up, which is a bit a bit uh, I don't know, a bit a bit comical. It said you're ninety five percent left footed. So does this mean? <laughs> does <laughs> who, this mean you'll fall over? <laughs> to be fair, I'm pretty left footed. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just a lot of left footers just seem to be left left footed players that don't really use the right foot but yeah I think the last few years I've been I've been trying to mix it up a little bit and uh, I know after training and stuff I do a bit of right foot shooting and stuff like that I think yeah predominantly I'm, I'm left footed left sided yeah there's a lot of Maradona was left footed yeah yeah and, any arm. and that messy <laughs> fella as well he's another yeah exactly yeah exactly Barry I think just doing uh, stop you there just to Give a shout out to um, obviously Keith Rigby, and I'm not, I've heard that you're not not been feeling great the last few weeks. So hopefully you're feeling you're feeling well. And you have a good New Year, and we hope to see you back down at, at the Wigan Stadium and uh, getting some good results for you. So just wanted to say that anyway. Cheers, Joe. Thank you very much. That'll be very much appreciated by Keith. Obviously, just want to like echo uh, what Joe said there as well. Uh, get well soon, mate. Yeah. What What are you like as a a watcher of football because obviously you, you, you know you've we, we've been playing really well you know over the first months of the season are you, are you a good watcher are you quite calm when you're watching it or do you you get quite animated I mean obviously I got used to watching the last few months um, but yeah I try I try really watch my position really and learn from other other players and I mean the lads have been doing great anyway without me Pacey Pacey's a top player young player as well that Totally going to improve. I think he's going to be a top player for Wigan. I know he has been. Um, and then obviously Tendai. Tendai's been playing left back as well. So no, nah, it's been good. It's been good to watch. And um, yeah, I was just itching to get back involved. Really, it's just been so frustrating not being able to to help the team. I obviously come in. You just want to. You just want to help out straight away, don't you? So yeah, that's been the frustrating part. But. It's, it's just been nice to see that the lads have been winning and doing well, so that makes it that little bit easier. It was very, it was very tasty in that Ipswich game on that side of the pitch, wasn't it? With <laughs> Pearson, no, yeah, yeah. No, as, as I said, he's been doing great, so it's been yeah. good to, to train with him. And obviously, I'm a little bit older than him, so I can pass a little bit of knowledge on to him and try and help him. And, uh, that's what I've been. That's what I've been doing while I've not been playing. Yeah. And, and in terms of left back, were, were there any particular players that you you, you sort of look up to, uh, or, or were they more sort of all round players? You know, in different positions, or have you always followed the left backs? I, I liked obviously Ashley Cole is a big one because he's similar similar build to me, quite slim, small. So yeah, I, I used to watch YouTube clips of him before games and stuff just to get me uh, just get me up for games and stuff. So. Um, and then I'm not sure if you do you remember Frank Quadru at Middlesbrough? Yeah, yeah, Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch him. Obviously, I used to ball boy at the games when I was when I was younger. So 
I used to watch him coming through and then a few of the academy lads at Middlesbrough used to like Andrew Taylor, uh, he was ahead of me. And then like Stewie Downing who's played less sided as well. So there's a few there's a few that I used to watch and try and take notes and yeah, try and watch them. Did you play under the current England gaffer at uh, Middlesbrough? Yeah, he, he actually gave me, gave me my debut. I think it was made my debut at West Ham. Um, Upton Park. I come on at half time in the Premier League. I think we had to win that game to stay up in the Prem. Um, I think we were losing like 2 0 at half time. So I think he just thought I'll just throw, throw the young lad on, give him, give him 45 minutes in the Prem. Um, so yeah, I was just grateful for that to make my debut. But obviously, we got relegated that day as well. And could you, could you see it in him that he? That he would be in it because obviously he's worked he's worked with the young players through the twenty ones. But could you see that he would be a successful England manager at that time, or because it was it was his first job, wasn't it then? Yeah, that that so he went from playing straight into that that role really, and yeah, I was a bit gutted when he left because obviously he played me, and then I think I think it was Gordon Strachan that came in, and I don't think he fancied the young lads. So I didn't. I don't think I played for a while after that. And then I think Gareth went on to take the twenty one England in the twenty ones, and then worked his way up from there. But no, I I text him a couple of times just like after the England done well in the Euros. Yeah, obviously yeah. we'll leave we'll leave out the current gaffer. But uh, before you yeah. joined Wigan, who was the the biggest influence on your career in terms of a manager? I think probably Warner. I think learned a lot from Warner, which is a uh, no, he was an interesting character. Obviously, I was. I was there at Cardiff with him for three years um, and he come in and he I, he didn't fancy me at first, I don't think. I think he was going to play a centre-half at left-back and then the day before, day before the game, it was, it was um, Bristol at home, Derby game and uh, Matt Connolly, who was playing left-back, he got injured in training and there was no other left-back to play there. So <laughs> I think he, he had to play me, which uh, I don't know if it was fair or not, but it worked out quite well because I'd, I'd done well, uh, made my debut and then, yeah, obviously played three years constantly under him and then obviously got promoted as well. So it worked out quite well in the end. I've gone back <laughs> and listened to the, the interview you gave when you, you joined Latics, which was all about a good feel, a good players, and yeah. aiming to get promoted. I think we're on track with all of those. What made you choose Latics, and 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 what other options did you have, really? If you know, if that's not going a little bit too personal. No, that's fine. Um, I mean, a, a lot of clubs, obviously, because of my because of my ACL injury, and I was still like three, probably three or four months away from actually starting. A lot of clubs, obviously, didn't want to take that risk. I spoke to a couple of clubs before. Um, I only found out the night before the deadline day that Wigan were in for me. I spoke to Warner at Middlesbrough, a couple of other clubs, but I just thought that it was a, it was a good chance for me. Obviously, I've never played in League One before, but I wasn't obviously underestimating it. Um, I think with my injury as well, it was just a good, good, feel good club. They signed signed some good players and they put a really good squad together and they obviously started the season well. I just thought it was a good chance for me to just get back playing again and enjoy football. And <clears throat> obviously, it's worked out quite well because the lads, have, the lads have been great and doing well. And hopefully, fingers crossed. It looks like we might. I don't want to put any pressure on anyone, but hopefully, we get promoted. And <laughs> um, I know it's a, 
we've got a few games left yet, but hopefully we get promoted and I'm back in the championship. Yeah. I mean, we're in we're in a decent position, aren't we? I mean, especially yeah, exactly. after Rotherham losing yesterday. I know that put a few smiles on a few Latics faces. Got a few games in hand as well, which is yeah. handy as well. So yeah. Thinking thinking about us this season and. Uh, what you've seen? What yeah. would you put down as as our best best win? I don't mean playing well. I mean yeah, well, best performance, but also uh, so there's two two parts of this. What's our best performance that you've seen, and what what stands out as our best best win? I think is I think two in one game really. I think I didn't play, but I watched the Plymouth game away from home. I mean that they looked deep. They they looked a really tidy side, and it looked like it was a tough game, and then. To grind it out and, and Langley to get the goal at the end, I think I think it was resilient, resilient performance and one that you say games like that get you promoted. You know what I mean? Teams where you go away from home, top of the league, like teams around top six, and you go away from home and, and win. I think they're they're the games that get you promoted definitely. I guarantee if we asked a fan, any fan, yeah. we'd get the same answer, and it would be Bolton. <laughs> Oh, yeah, obviously. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Oh. I don't like bragging about this because we're not a big club, but I think yeah. our away support is something special. I don't know if you've noticed it at all yeah. or if the lads talk about it, but I mean, they missed the big one yesterday with it being Boxing Day. That is a special occasion. But I don't, yeah. is it something that gets talked about, the, the, the travelling support, or is it just the fans that talk about it? No, I think obviously you see on Twitter when the club are tweeting about how many fans are going to games and stuff, it obviously gives you a buzz before the game and gets you right up for the games. So, yeah, it does get talked about and obviously doesn't go unnoticed. Um, I mean, I've only played that cup game and the away game the other week and the fan, like, no other fans really take that many to games apart from probably Sunderland, really. So, I think obviously one of, one of the best supports supporters in the league top top two in the league so it doesn't go unnoticed and gets you through it does get you through through games sometimes when you when you're struggling you get get the crowd behind you yeah yeah i think that is important an important point that you know get the backing off the fans uh, and when times are tough you, yeah, you get exactly. a little bit of a, a lift from that don't you yeah oh definitely because we've seen it when when the games were behind closed doors it's like Feels like feels like a friendly almost like and when it makes such a difference when the fans are there, it shouldn't really, but I, I think it does hundred percent. What are, <clears> the, <throat> the squad? We've heard a lot of noise, and it's been it's been spoken about here already about the how tight the group is knitted together. Uh, is it yeah. something that you felt when you came in? Was you welcome with open arms, sort of thing? And did you know any of the lads beforehand? And have you found it easy to bond and gel with them? Yeah, to be fair, I think like. When you go to any club, you kind of say, yeah, it does. But this actually was probably one of the easiest clubs that I've been to to kind of settle in, really. I know a few couple signed on the same day as me, you know, Jason Kerr did. So I got to know him really well. And then I kind of, every, everyone's kind of new to the club, really, apart from probably Tendai, a couple of the young lads, Max, obviously, Jamie Jones, and then every, everyone else is kind of new to the club so I, I think it made it that little bit more easier just to settle in because every, everyone's in the same boat really. everyone's just trying to trying to do well do the best and trying to just integrate with it with everyone else so def, definitely was easy and I mean all the lads have been really really good with me as I've, as I've the staff 
obviously not easy coming in and being injured. Obviously, you want to get one in to go straight away. So it's it's been a little bit difficult just from that point of view, not training and stuff like that. But all the lads have been fantastic with me, as as have the staff, the manager, Beats and, and Rob as well. Yeah. Just to mention uh, uh, before I get into these quick fires, you you. You sort of grew up around Middlesbrough, and there's a delicacy that Middlesbrough is quite famous for. It's called yes. the Permo. I've got this for Christmas. Bob Marcy, autobiography, oh, yeah. who is a yeah. big Borough fan. And you he know, actually, everybody... he actually he tweeted me when I left uh, when I left Middlesbrough actually to um, to Villa when I went to Villa. He tweeted me just saying all the best. So. Right. Well, well that was nice I've met a few characters from Borough. From Middlesbrough, and they're all like Bob Mortimer. They're, they're, they're really genuine, down to earth, but very funny people. But here in Wigan, we're noted for our pies. pies, you, pies. First thing I want to know is well, two things. Have you tried a parmore? And have you tried a pie? I've tried a parmore, yeah, definitely. It's like ch- it's chicken. Oh, well, I know what it with, is. <laughs> uh, it, it, it brings it's right. It's bash, is it bash milk cheese on top? Yeah. 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 It sounds horrible, but it's actually quite nice. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a pie, yeah, obviously. I used to go at the Rochdale games with my dad, and yeah, we used to get we used to get pie, pie and chips and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Right. Okay then. It doesn't, sound like, doesn't sound like a footballer's diet, though, does it? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> right. Now, bearing in mind this this was pre-Christmas stuff, so it's set in stone, and I have to read it to you. Uh, you have to be quick with the answers. No thinking, Sam, thinking which is the politically correct answer here to give. You've got to give it straight, and then we can judge what's wow. happened. Character and personality, you really are. <laughs> All right. It's Christmas Eve. You sat at home on your own. Are you watching Elf or Die Hard? Elf. It's Christmas Day. You've got the spread in front of you. Choice of two meats. You've got turkey or beef. Which one are you going for? Beef. Sprouts, yes or no? No. Nah. <laughs> You can't shake your head. <laughs> you got the jukebox on in the corner of the Christmas hits. Which do you go for? Slade or the Pogues? I don't know the Pogues. Slade, yeah. You don't know yeah. the Pogues? No. Would you put sauce or stuffing? What kind of sauce is it? Whatever sauce you wanted. Mint sauce, cranberry sauce, whatever you wanted. Sauce. What what type of sauce then? Tomato sauce, probably. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best present you've ever received? Um, uh, my first bite when I was a kid. Belting. Pizza. Pineapple, yes or no? No, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> right. Secret Santa. Who would you love to buy something for? Anybody in the world or a friend or relative? And what would you buy them? I'd probably buy for my mum and I would buy her, I'd probably buy her a train ticket to come and visit me because I, I haven't seen her for about three years, two, three years. So that'd be a nice one. That's lovely. Train right, ticket. Yeah, that's a lovely <laughs> yeah. one. And just to finish off with, you're in Wigan and there's a guy there with a trolley, hot food trolley. He's got permos on it, but you stood outside of a Galloway's. Which do you go for? Do you go for the permo or the meat and potato from Galloway's? Uh, I've got to stick with my roots, I think. I've got to think, probably go Palmo, yeah. Oh, Palmo. Yeah. right. I'll tell you what, Joe, them answers were terrible. 
Maybe cut, maybe cut a few of them out. No, no, they're stopping in. Don't you worry. <laughs> well, I'd like to say thank you very much. It's been brilliant having you on. That's all right. Um, no, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And if you ever want me back on or whatever, I'll come on. No worries. That's fine. Right, what are you doing on Sunday? <laughs> I'm busy yeah, twice, twice a week <laughs> yeah brilliant that's fantastic Joe. No, really appreciate no it love seeing you playing for us thank you and I just hope like you said we get promoted and, and uh, yeah. we all push on fingers crossed anyway thanks for having me and yeah. have a good new year yeah same yeah, to you Joe you too. Yeah, thank you bye 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 so far, we've got a game on Wednesday. It's not been called off, so fingers crossed it's all going ahead. Fleetwood Town are down at the DW, and over to Paul. Assuming we go ahead, the referee will be a guy from Durham who is called Martin Coy. This will be Coy's six Latics games. Martin Coy's card watch in 21-22 seasons so far is 17 games, 36 yellows, one red, and he's given three penalties. Well, the previous form against Fleetwood, we didn't play them until 2015 in the league. Uh, we've played eight, won five, lost one, drawn two. Already played this season, that classic game. Uh, sat at the front with Barry in that uh, famous 3-2 comeback win. Played three times last season, two draws. Nil no at home and one-one away, where I think whatever he was called, Cruikshank, scored a last-minute equaliser. And we lost 3-2 in the cup, where the Fleetwood now Fleetwood player Garner scored two goals in that particular game. Uh, the recent form, it's getting a little bit better. They they did lose the last game, but they won the previous two before that. Obviously, they've recently changed manager with uh, Craney coming in for Simon Grayson, who was sacked. Uh, top scorer is Gerard uh, Garner, uh, not to be confused with Joe Garner. Yeah, they're struggling near the bottom of the table. So I think I'm just going to give a quick prediction here that it won't be a classic, but we'll win 2-0. Yeah, I'm uh, similar to that. I'm not knowing what team we are going to put out, whether we've got injuries or any potential COVID cases missing. I'll go with a, a safe 2-0 as well. I, I think for me, like you say, a team that's struggling a little bit, changing the manager, having to try and do something to get a reaction. It's a banana skin for us, or it's one where professionalism will see us through and put the points on that eventually see us very competitive at the end of the season. I'll join you in a, in a straight 2-0 to Latics. We're currently sat third in the table with Sunderland having won Doncaster on Monday. Fixtures coming up on Wednesday. Ipswich v Wickham, Milton Keynes, Cheltenham, Markham Crew, Oxford, Wimbledon, Plymouth, Portsmouth, Rotherham, Lincoln, Shrewsbury, Accrington and Sunderland play Sheffield Wednesday on Thursday. All of the games have been postponed due to COVID. That's us done. We hope you've had a great Christmas. Enjoyed today's episode. Thank you, Joe Bennett, for coming on. All the best from us. Au revoir. Up the ticks. Up the ticks. Thank Thanks, you. Joe.